Thanks for tuning in. And as we said earlier, Father, we are here in God's country. Father Michael Voidhofer would be joining us. He's associate pastor at St. Robert Bellarmine. And joining us with, we made the conclusion that it would be a family member based on the last name. Yeah, it's a bro alert. That was a pretty good conclusion, <laughs> don't you think? Yeah, Dr. Brian Voidhofer joining us today from the Christos Chiropractic oh, Services. You changed so. mics there, Thank Father. Thank you. Yeah, okay. I'm not sure. We had a little problems with things here and there, so. Yep, you're going to have to go. Yeah, go to that one. All right. There we okay. go. There we go. There's a workaround for everything. Praise here. God. There we go. Praise we're working. We're up. We're running. So in studio with us this morning is not only Father Michael Voidhofer, but also your brother, yes. who is Dr. Brian Voidhofer. And the name of your business is? Christos. <clears throat> Christos Chiropractic. Christos Chiropractic mm-hmm. Services. Is that here in Omaha? Uh, yes. Yep. Yeah. I'm actually over at uh, Sancta Familia Medical Post. Okay. Dr. Pierre and Dr. Dulac and the clinic over there. Yep. Well, thank you for joining us and thank being you. in studio with us this thank morning. You. Now, the the what we have here in front of us it says redemptive vision of healthcare. Yeah, dog. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had to bring the bro thing forward, so now we're going right. to go linguistically. So, into, yeah. okay, so we'll have to then we'll have to yeah, dog this up for me because you'll have to bring it. We're kind of talking about Lenten time. Sure. We're talking about healthcare. We're talking yeah. about bringing forth some things and, yeah. and prayer well, life you know, and things with your body. Yeah, as a priest, we're a bridge between heaven and earth. And so priests are called to help, if you will, allow Christ to continue to integrate our bodies and our souls. And so, you know, wh- what we wanted to, th- we thought would be a great kickoff for, for Len is bring my brother in here and, um, to be able to talk about that, you know, he, he cares obviously for uh, the the keeping people in line, right? The, the spine, um, the body, uh, movement, keeping the body moving, um, adjusting, if you will, bringing it in alignment so, so that it can function probably so the, the, the body can be healthy, right? Correct. And, and myself, I work with the soul. So we have, ah. we have the soul here and we have the body, okay. right? So, and in whatever... <laughs> Uh, physician or whatever doctor um, might be listening or um, I think it's important as Catholics that we have a clear understanding of this redemptive vision of health care because this is what the genius that we as Catholics can bring to uh, the health care field um, and I think it's important that we especially as we enter Lent um, reflect upon how do we pray with our bodies because um, our bodies all of us here are called to be um, we're all called to be uh, uh, microcosms, if you will, of the church. So because of my baptism, everything that happens to me, Christ is sharing with me. Mm. Whether it be a headache, whether it be uh, a stubbed toe, a broken finger, um, stomach problems, um, you name it, right? Yeah. We, we, whatever we're going through, Jesus decided desirously to share that with me. And, and that's humbling to know that the Lord would enter into my humanity, um, enter into my pain, enter into my brokenness, um, and, and give himself to me in that way. And, and I think sometimes we're, we're thinking just because we think, well, I wouldn't want to share in someone else's um, painfulness. I have enough pain in my own life, maybe, perhaps we might think. But the Lord is Lord of the universe. He's King of glory. And so God is perfect love. Perfect love casts out fear, right? So the Lord's not afraid. How many times is that said in the Bible? Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Three, six, at least five? once for each every day. Yeah, one for every mm-hmm. day of the year, at least, huh? So it's 
So the Lord's saying to you and I, he says, don't, don't be afraid of letting me into your humanity. And during Lent, that's kind of the heart of it. So we thought, you know, my brother and I thought we would just reflect just, a, you know, briefly on, on this journey um, and how, you know, the, the temptation of the current um, model, if you will, of healthcare can be very reductionist. Or materialist, and and I'll let him reflect a little bit on that um, here with you. Yeah, I um, yeah, just I could share my story a little bit. You know, being a practitioner, um, you know, I started in Lexington, Kentucky, about five years ago, practicing chiropractic, and it, you know, seeing we had a very successful practice. I was seeing a lot of people, um, but one thing I noticed that I just felt like there was something missing. You know, we were treating. Uh, the body, the 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 person, um, but you know, I just noticed that there wasn't um, a, the the full result. You know, I wasn't really. I felt like addressing the full human being, the person. And like as John Paul II talks about the total vi- the total vision of the human person is body and soul. So I felt like that was like a little bit of a missing component. Um, so you know, through my struggles of my life. Um, and this is a little bit of a conversion story also for myself, um, I started thinking, okay, maybe the church has something to say. Maybe I should start following what the church is teaching. <laughs> um, you know, it's 2,000 years old. It's a little older than me, right? Um, so, uh, you know, I started going through confession, um, and I challenged myself. Uh, I was going weekly, and I would do that for two months. And I started seeing transformation in myself and in my soul. Um, I started attending daily mass, and also um, I started to uh, uh, go to adoration and spend time with the Lord. And that's where He started revealing this, like more of a, a deeper sense, and that's leading more towards this redemptive vision. And I felt like that was the missing link. You know, we hear talk about John ten ten. I come to give you life and life to the full. In the practice, there was something missing. It wasn't totally that circle it wasn't totally if i felt redemptive so through this conversion process i um decided to discern and i started asking the lord where do you really want me what is my vocation it's not just as a chiropractor and that's where he started leading me more towards uh, seminary thinking about seminary maybe you i remember being in adoration one night and just saying um, i was praying and the lord's like do you ever think of the priesthood Whoa, you know, I was that was a big thing for me. I'm like, no, I, you know, I, I haven't. But over the time, I discerned that, and I ended up here in Omaha, Nebraska, with my brother here, Father Michael. Yeah. And that's where we started with this vision because I was sharing with him. You know, we got everyone gets on a health kick, right? Mm-hmm. We were on this health kick. Remember, we were we were exercising, and there's nothing yeah. wrong. That's good. That's taking care of the temple. We were, um, you know, uh, uh, t- exercising. We were eating, eating healthy. But again, there was just something missing there. And then that's when Father started bringing in, and this is how I would explain this redemptive vision, this total vision of human person, body and soul, is if you look at your left hand would be your body, your right hand's your soul. And John Paul II said that it's an integration of the two, and that's the adequate anthropology, right, Father? Yeah, yeah. So the integration of two, which becomes one. So like Father was saying, as Catholics, like we could bring in our sufferings, as you know, everything that Christ did for us that we couldn't do, 
comes together and united as one. And when you start to believe that and know that and then you act that out, that is where you start treating the entire person. And again, we were talking about this reductionistic approach. Like healthcare today is very, um, when we say reductionistic, it sort of categorizes you. It's sort of body over here, soul over here. Um, we can't compartmentalize things like that. We have to say, let's treat the, again, the entire person, body and soul. And that's why I love about Sancta Familia up there because it's body and soul mm-hmm. united together as one. Yeah. And Father, I think, uh, you know, maybe you can speak to this. Uh, grace is a real key component here in yeah. bringing these two things together. That's right. Yeah, grace, I mean, the sacraments, prayer, um, daily prayer, the sacraments. And Lent's coming up, right? We kick it off Wednesday, yeah. Ash Wednesday. So it's a great time to think about um, allowing God's, God's grace to come and bring about this integration between our body. And so remember, grace is God's life, right? God wants us to have life, as my brother said here, John 10, 10. I came that you might have life and have it to the full. You know, what does that mean? Well, maybe God's inviting us into a level of life that we all necessarily haven't, to this point, haven't experienced. There's always more. I think it's if we get to a place where we've believed we've arrived, we need a little dose of humility, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> right? <laughs> so no one, no one, most people listening wouldn't think, well, I've arrived by any means. Um, we, we have a long way to go. We're on a journey pilgrimage today we have Catherine drexel right a great saint saints that have strived to allow the lord to integrate them to bring this body soul unity uh, back because sin divides the body and soul Mm -hmm. and ultimately when the soul leaves the body we call that death that's the definition of death is the soul leaving the body the division of the body and soul obviously the lord at the final resurrection gives us that we have this glorified body right we believe in the resurrection of the body um, and that's why we anoint the body with, with oils. We, we pour waters over the body. We, we receive the body in the blood of Christ. You know, the body is a temple. It's sacred. Mm. So the Lord's inviting us into this life of grace where we don't just um, um, divide or, if you will, reduce the person to just, uh, I'm treating the body with this particular uh, medication um, or this particular adjustment as yeah, a chiropractor, like, yeah. Well, I was just going to say, it's like we you, we sort of put a label and a name on people today. You have this, symptomatology, right? But again, we, we, we do that, yeah, in, in a healthcare profession. However, we got to address that, the other aspect of it, that they are a person, they are a body and a soul integrated together. And we're, we're, we'll give them a few examples yeah. and stuff of what we're saying. Like, yeah, and so what we do is we want to <laughs> contemplate God in our bodies. We want to pray with our bodies. If we divorce our body from prayer, especially as Catholics, we sit, we kneel, we stand. You know, again, our bodies are very much a part of prayer because we're not angels with just spirits and we're not animals. Um, we have a, an immortal soul, a body and soul. So... We want to pr- learn to pray with our body. So we'll, 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 we'll give a few examples of that, you know, is how do we contemplate the body? Because remember, the body, because of our baptism, is a microcosm of the church. So how's the church suffering right now? And this is how I like to pray. If I have a headache, I always would say, you know, Lord, I pray for the church who is hard-headed at times. <laughs> <laughs> Or if you stub a toe, you know, we often think of our pinky toe or something as insignificant. So, Lord, I pray and offer up this pain of a stub toe or a headache, whatever it be. I pray up and offer up my stub toe for all those who believe they're insignificant in the church. So you see how I'm 
bringing my body into my prayer life rather than, Lord, I pray for all the poor souls in purgatory. I pray for my aunt and my uncle. That's fine. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's better than nothing. But I, I would like to invite people during Lent to contemplate how God's inviting them to pray through their bodies yeah. so that God can bring in alignment his bride, the church, with his heart. We hear the phrase, offer up your suffering all the yeah. time. Yeah. You hear exactly. that phrase a lot. So here's, an, here's a way yeah. to integrate that suffering, as you're saying, exactly. into your prayer life. Yeah. Right. yeah. And, and so, you know, and, and, and this is another, just a side note to all this, is one is we're never going to be 100% in this world. And I think sometimes there's this false hope that's given, even through medicine and, and, and through chiropractic or advertisement. You know, advertisement. Yeah, people, people are told, you know, because we don't want to let people down and we don't want to think, oh, well, we can't help people. But we got to be honest. Nobody on earth is going to ever be 100%. Mm-mm. And no matter how many diets or how many weight loss or how much exercise or how well you eat, I mean, I know a guy at our parish that recently passed who. He rode his bike every day. I mean, he rode like he walked, he exercised all the time. And and he just, the Lord, it was his time, bottom yeah. line. And he, he went to Mass every day too. So he was prepared spiritually and he did his job physically. So if I'm exercising, well, I'm like, well, why exercise, Father, if I could just <laughs> die? Or why not eat McDonald's every day or just eat however I want? And I think the point is, is it's in the choice to be godly, to be virtuous, that nothing's wasted. So if I exercise every day and I die tomorrow, well, praise God, because that exercising is a form of prayer. It's offering it to the Lord through my body for his church. So I might pray, if I'm struggling exercising, I might say, Lord, man, I don't want to get up. I don't want to exercise. And I could say, I'm going to do this for all those in the church that are out of shape spiritually. So you see how I turn that physical fatigue into actually a form of offering a sacrifice, you know, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, Romans says. So, yeah, it's just kind of a powerful way to think about prayer. You contemplate through your body, then you enter into intercession mm-hmm. through your body. Because remember, we are, through grace, the body of Christ, the mystical body. Um, and, and Paul says, right, we make up for what's lacking in the sufferings of Christ, um, the church, the body of Christ. So, how I join in this, and again, it goes back to what my brother was saying about, do you really believe in the baptismal power that you have? And, and how is God inviting you to pray? Well, I'd say start with your body. Mm-hmm. What's your mm-hmm. aches? What's your pains? What is your symptoms? And then not just to go running to the, the doctor, but to say, okay, how can the Lord use my sufferings to save other souls and to also heal and integrate his church? Right to integrate the, the the soul of the church, the Holy Spirit, with the the members of the church, the body. So some great ideas as we start getting close to Lenten time. Yeah. Listen to the suffering of Christ. Join in this redemptive mission in Lenten time. Yeah. So, so you've given some really, I think, some pretty good examples. Sure. So as we everybody, you pretty much don't through go through any day without some type of sure. boo-boo ailment, yeah. uh, uh, fall down. Creaky knee. Creaks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> creaks, cracks. Yeah. Emotional, uh, uh, spirit, yes, yeah, spiritually Everything. or physically. Yeah. You can have those. Yeah. So um, so as we look at Lent, instead of a, maybe a given up, giving up time, mm-hmm. we could look at it, focus on this redemptive type of yeah. prayer time. Yeah. 
Exactly. So redemptive vision of healthcare. Healthcare involves body and soul. Mm. And again, the Catholic genius is that we, whether you're a chiropractor, a medical doctor, whatever you are, start involving that in your patients. You know, like, well, I'll let you talk about it for a moment. You, you pray with your patients. You know, um, um, I personally have Dr. Kemper as my medical physician. He prays with me. And mm-hmm. I think that's awesome, you know, but you could well, I, I, like it goes back to I think that, again, the, the, the fullness of treating the entire person. Um, but, yeah, when pa- patients come in, you know, um, you, I ask them, like, you know, what, what are some intentions that we could pray for? Uh, you know, and, and we begin usually with a prayer. And the next level that I would really want to take it to is, again, involving this redemptive vision. And, you know, again, as a chiropractor, I'm thinking, most people, it's about structure, right? Structural alignment. So keeping our body physically in a line, um, but again, also spiritually. So um, like an example, I'll just say like um, someone who has back pain or a stiff back, like we could, again, turn that into a prayer and pray for all those in the church that maybe are stiff, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like Father was saying, we just unite that. And then I got an example here with one with like exercise. Like there's a lot of people that, um, you know, this is a great through the land, through land. You know, to take care of the temple, to exercise. Um, but there's a lot of unwillingness, you know. And like Father was saying, to contemplate, why don't you want to exercise? It could be laziness, again, or just maybe I'm unwilling to do that. Well, then turn that around into a prayer. And this is some of the things that we could do now uh, that I do in my office is turn it around into a prayer um, for those within the church, the body of Christ, that are unwilling to exercise their faith that are unwilling to exercise love in their family. Mm-hmm. You know, when you start living that, again, I, I honestly feel such a difference, you know, being at Sancta Familia, um, having that chapel there, being able to walk out, um, point people to Jesus, the divine physician. Um, it's an amazing experience. It's, it's really coming to that full circle. And like I was mentioning, you know, the practice I had in Kentucky, that there was something missing. And, mm-hmm. It's the components are starting to come together. Well, I think it's a really important point, too, uh, that you're talking about, Brian and and Father. As we head into the Lenten season, you know, this is a good time to think sacramentally. How can I make this a deeper experience? You know, as I was listening to, uh, you know, Brian talk about the fact that he started going to weekly reconciliation and then a daily mass. Exactly. Well, you start feeding on those sacraments, yeah. and great things are going to happen. That's so, right. you know, those may be some good things for people to consider as, yeah. uh, as we move into life. Yeah, and it, in God's grace, as you said, restores that division between our bodies and our souls. And again, don't fall for the advertisement yeah. that you can, you know, <laughs> this, uh, we, I like to call it a, a um, uh, what's the word, a utopian, utopian vision of healthcare. Yeah. You can't. It's just misleading. And I think honesty has to be where it starts. But see, if you don't have this vision, it's hard to be honest with someone that's in a lot of pain because, my gosh, you want them to feel better, which we all do, right? But the bottom line is is, um, the world is what it is. We're in a fallen, broken world, and we'll do our best to help you physically. But don't waste what's going on in your body, which could really bring healing to more then meets the eye if you are more souls than you could imagine you've come to know the Lord. And I love that unwillingness to exercise your faith. If you're unwillingness to exercise physically, well, choosing to do it and, and entering into it. And, 
and I'm talking to myself as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so choosing to do it. Are you it, giving yourself a pep talk that's this right, morning, yeah. Father? That's right. Yeah. So, you know, choosing to do it and offering up that, uh, that, that cross, take up your cross and follow me. Um, so it's a powerful, just little way to maybe think about your Lent this year as opposed to, um, you know, separating the body from your prayer life. Involve your body in your prayer life mm-hmm. yeah. um, or whatever you're going through. doesn't have to be so much, what am I going to give up? Maybe it's, what am I going to add on? Yeah, exactly. You know, where the areas I need That's to work, right. where are some challenges for That's me? That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's beautiful. It's a, and you know, what, what I, as my brother was saying, when we start entering into this, it really does... And, and it, it just alivens your spiritual life because you don't feel like you're detached from the process of the interior life. You actually feel like you're involved. And I think sometimes when we feel like we're not connecting, maybe it's because we aren't connecting with, with our bodies. We're not listening to our body. You know, John Paul II, again, he said the body speaks. Maybe I'm not listening to my body. If you will, I'm not listening to the church. I, my body's a, 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 a sacramental. It's the church, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not listening to my to the church. How's the church hurting today? Lord, I you know I have a headache. I have a whatever stomach ache. I have a, a, a weak knees. Um, my my lower back's bothering me, or or my vision's not clear like it used to be, or problems with my hearing. Um, whatever. Um, um, I'm forgetting a lot. You see how you can you could take every one of those. And actually become a lifestyle of prayer through that rather than I pray and then I go to work and then I go exercise. We compartmentalize our lives. Mm-hmm. I'll do my prayer and my stuff for the soul. Then I'll go over here and exercise. Mm-hmm. Then I'll go over here and I'll eat or then I'll go to work. And again, yes, by, by nature at some level we have to do that. But we must ask God to his grace to integrate us. I think it was a good example um, that... <laughs> Dr. Brian uh, Voidhofer, you explained that that first step was that integration for the the provider. You yes. as a provider, there was a great step. You felt Conversion, like you had yeah. you had <laughs> yeah. to have this integration that as a provider, you needed that in your life, that full circle part of your life uh, to be a provider, that you needed it in your life so that it could be yeah. a much more healthy type of circle and what you could give to your patients. And yeah. then, Father Voidhofer, yeah. you're saying spiritually, what you are asking of your parishioners, yeah. of people who come to you, hey, look inward. Let's look yeah. at the whole mm-hmm. body. I'm yeah. I'm a spiritual part, but let's look at this body yeah. part as well. Yeah, and there wouldn't be confession if there wasn't a priest yeah. or the Eucharist without the priest. So he experiences conversion through the sacraments and prayer and God using the priest. So again, a, a call out to the priest. Like Even at our 630 Mass at St. Robert's, we have many physicians that come to daily Mass there, right. which I think is powerful and an awesome witness mm-hmm. to our faith in these men and women that are living out their vocation in that way. Um, so I, I just praise God for the the church. Um, there's so much hope. There's so much to look forward to here. Um, and, and going out, as Francis, Pope Francis, go out and talk about this. Like you have a neighbor, perhaps, that's complaining or has a lot of pain, which is understandable if you're in pain. But maybe you can help them to think about their sufferings in a way that they have never mm-hmm. thought about. Very much so. Yeah. And we look forward to seeing you tomorrow, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Yes. yes. God. Be a great and prep. Hey. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys, for being here. We Thank appreciate you. it. Father Michael Voidhofer, his brother, Dr. Brian Voidhofer. And, uh, Father, could we ask you to impart a blessing as yes, we conclude? Yes. 
Father, we ask your benediction upon all of us. Help us to receive the divine physician, Jesus, who helps us to grow in mind, body, and soul as one. And we ask you, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus, to come upon us. Fill our temples, our bodies, with light, grace, hope, and healing. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Catherine Drexel. Pray, Pray for, for us. us. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Yeah. Thank you.